gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone in between our irrespective of that binary, welcome back to Bone Rollers, where underrepresented people play underrepresented games. You can call me Elliot because that's my name, I use he and him pronouns, and you can find me on Twitter, as long as that still exists, at Podcaster Elliot. I am the creator, editor, and GM of this podcast, and that makes me the Bone Daddy. And I am joined today, as usual for this season, by Sahoni. Hey, I'm Sahoni. You can find me on Twitter at Sahoni underscore stuff. That's S-A-H-O-N-I underscore stuff, where I not only do this and other various radio things. Dear God, I'm on so many podcasts. But you can also find me, my writing in game design. I'm in, I'm an official published author now. Uh, That's something. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I've written a lot of stuff and I've been in a lot of books before, but now I have like a book that's physical. So when people very kind of smugly ask me, do you make money from that? Or are you a real author? I could just point to my, my bookshelf and go, yeah. <laughs> and the link to Sahoni's book will be in the show notes. Probably. Uh, probably. Yeah. I think I can give you some pre order notes. It, I mean, this episode's going to be out in like three months. Oh, yeah. Then it'll, it'll definitely, I think it's being sold to Anthrocon right <laughs> So if you're listening to this hit Anthrocon, find Sahoni's book and buy it. Hey, yeah. And also, but you just make good choices. Yeah, make good choices. You can also find my games bramblewolfgames.itch.io that's b-r-a-m-b-l-e-w-o-l-f g-a-m-e-s dot itch dot io and i'm playing cyrus who goes by he him and i've i've kind of decided at this point cyrus's kind of yellow ranger angle is that he he's like one of those like very down on his luck down to earth yellow rangers like the the ones that are just like very dry and tired all the time. Speaking of dry and tired, Nikki. Oh my god! Well, I'm gonna log off. It was nice <laughs> talking to y'all. Hey, Nikki just died. <laughs> yeah. What What would be worse, dry or tired, or moist and excitable? <laughs> I mean, you can be both. So, I'm so moist. I'm so awake. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two genders. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Nikki. I use he, they pronouns. You won't find me on Twitter. You'll find me probably in a Waffle House dumpster eating hash browns and screaming at the moon. I play Colt, the red cryptid ranger, and... I'm not going to give Elliot a segue to insult someone else, so please thank me whoever's next. Well, Nikki may be dry and tired, but moist and excitable. It's special <laughs> guest Jordan. Gnome, introduce yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst intro we've ever done. Worst or best? <laughs> I'm on board. I'm alive. Remember when you're editing all this out, you did this. <laughs> I bring in energy to this. a podcast that's very toxic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jordan, who are you? Where can we find you? Say Howdy, I am Jordan. My pronouns are she, they, and I'll be playing the purple as Charlotte Jung. You can find me on podcasts like Roar to Heaven and Infinity City Eastwind and also Reclaimers and I think it's those two, yeah. And also Twitter, Kettlefish Tweet. I also wrote the masterpiece TTRPG Horse Girl Infinity. I do not have published works. We'll get there someday. Somebody else introduce. Somebody else. It's Gnome. Uh, hi. Hi, I'm Gnome. I, I use he and they pronouns. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at GnomeKnight1990. Uh, and I am playing Emery, the pink uh, cryptid warrior uh, who uses they, them pronouns. Please wear a mask at Anthrocon. Next. And always wearing his mask, and you can neither confirm nor deny if he's at Anthrocon, it's Connor. Hi, my name's Connor. My pronouns are he, him. I'm playing the Black Ranger, XR. But you can't find me. Not on Twitter, not on Reddit, not on any of your silly social media. 
I'm so jealous. Damn. Man, imagine it cutters off the grid. I literally linked to your Twitter in the show notes. <laughs> I was picturing Connor like prove me popping up in a bush with your with your propaganda media deep stick. God dang it! What it? There's no, a weird no. energy tonight. Find find me when me flying a kite on on the beach. It's a Spider Man kite. I got it from Dollar General. It's not it's not windy outside. It's just sunny. It's nice, and I'm flying the kite. And I'm wearing my sunglasses, but you look into my eyes and we hold each other's gaze for just a second. And what is this? Are we, are we falling in love right now? Oh my God, we are. We're doing this. We run away together. We open up a kite store and we live out the first five minutes of the opening to the movie up. Except for one thing. We do the balloon house together. Why would I wait for you to die for that to happen? That's happening right now. We're doing the balloon house. And yeah, so then I guess we just hang out in the sky for the rest of the, rest of the end of time. I don't know. How, is, how would that so, movie go? I guess that makes Cotter moist and excitable. <laughs> yeah, Cotter, you are the most moist and excitable one. I, like I said, I am so wet, so alive. <laughs> I'm like raging rivers in here, which is a water park in the St. Louis metro area. I feel like my intro is is disappointing compared to all of that. Did I say my name? Did I say my name? Oh my god! Yes, you did. Okay, I'm I'm fading out from there into the da 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 sound and going into the fucking podcast now. Have fun editing that, Elliot. Just know that I was the good. Just know that I was the good kid. That that whole thing's going on TikTok. That's promo material right there. <laughs> We open our next episode on a shot of you know those like very stereotypical like analog clocks that you have in the top of every school hallway in TV shows. We see one of those. The time is ticking by, as it so often does. And then the camera pans down through this school hallway, and we see Colt, our red cryptid warrior, who is currently not in his warrior outfit. Well, I assume so. So, Nikki, t- do you want to tell us what we see Colt looking like, what we see him doing and what your task is for Colt during this session? So I think what we see is like the like the the typical camera shot from like the inside the locker as it opens, and we see kind of like the the scattered books and stuff. But the look on Colt's face isn't the typical sort of chipper, excited expression or like the focus kind of look he has. I think you see bags under his eyes. There's sort of like. Almost like a equal parts mix of sort of like anger and melancholy as he reaches into his locker to grab something, only to wince a bit as he pulls a book out of his locker and attempts to put it in his backpack. And as far as the task I have in mind, I believe today or tonight would be a good attempt to rise to the occasion when it's the right thing to do. All right. So Colt is very clearly not looking his best where do we follow colt like what is he doing after he's gotten his stuff from his locker what's he doing also if anybody wants to make their entrance into the scene at any point feel free to do so i think at this point colt is just like grabbing his stuff and just getting ready to leave and just walking straight towards the bike rack he's not really acknowledging anyone in the hallway he's just keeping to himself What is Colt's reaction as he's walking along and feels somebody bump into his shoulder with their own shoulder? Not, like, hard enough that it's gonna, like, knock either one off their feet or out of step or anything, but it's, like, definitely intentional. I think the only reason he probably even like acknowledges that it happens is that it it hits against the sore arm so when he winces and then turns to look at the person there's like i think there's like that brief moment where it looks like he's gonna essentially just bite their head off and as he does he sees somebody he's very familiar with colt you see leona your 
fencing rival carrying her, what do you call that, a fencing saber? I mean, they have got foils, like foils and sabers Foil. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. saber's fine. It's like they have classes of them, so. Carrying her fencing implement, and she draws it and looks at you with a smirk, says, fancy a duel? You know, I don't have time for this. Oh, you afraid, Ward? I'm not afraid of you. I don't have time for this. I have better things to be doing. And most importantly, I'm not in the mood. I think she, like, very gently pokes the tip of her sword into your chest in very much a teasing way, trying to egg you on to get you to fight. Ult grabs the base of the blade, like, right before the hilt and just forces it down. Like, almost with enough force to try to pull it out of her hand, but just stops just shy of that. I think she does let go of it, though, and, like, it clatters to the ground, and she looks at you with a very, like, surprised look on her face. So you can get in my way or not. All right, jeez. What's got you in such a mood? Since when have you cared about my mood? Well, it's no fun beating you if you're not at your best. Last night was a little rough. I'm just, I'm not feeling up to it. All right. Um, guess we'll fight later then. And she, yeah. like, bends down to pick her sword up off of the ground. Colt, feeling sort of awkward and realizing that he was being a little aggressive, sort of just steps awkwardly to the side to give her some room, and then just shrugs and walks off. All right. And then, Charlotte, are you good with Colt running into you in the hallway? Yeah, absolutely. I think usually Charlotte in the hallway would be seen with like one of those caster boards, you know, like just a skateboard with like a weird like hourglass type waist. Nice. And what is your task for Charlotte for this session? Charlotte's task today is prove yourself to be too useful to ignore. Nice. Colt, what's your reaction as you're walking through the hallway and see Charlotte for the first time, presumably since last yeah. night? Is Charlotte at their locker with anything, like locker door open or anything like that, getting ready to leave? Yeah, I, I think so. Though the locker seems like really stuffed despite a full backpack as if like using a locker for like personal storage as well. So there's just like a lot of time spent here. You can see that there's like grocery bags just like stuffed inside the locker. I think Colt, the moment he sees Charlotte, just walks directly, just beeline, and just with as much force as he can, just shuts the locker door. Okay, not cool. You want to explain last night? What's there to explain? I think there's a lot to explain. Are we seriously going to play this game like you weren't exciting with, ev exciting with evil aliens? Is this the right place to talk about it? Do you want to like take this outside? We can do that. I'd like that. I'll walk behind you, though. Yeah, all right. I mean, let's be honest, if I transform, you're not going to be able to catch me, but sure. Colt definitely grits his teeth at that. By the way, if any of you feel like you're hitting any of your light turns at any point, please feel free to call them out, because I don't oh. know what they are off the top of my uh, head. I definitely let your temper cloud your judgment. <laughs> it feels kind yeah. of fitting. Yeah, that for sure works. Does anybody think they see these two walking towards the outside and feel like joining them, or do we want to let this scene play out? I think I want to see a little bit of what happens next. Same on my end? Yeah. Like, I might be waiting outside or something, but I, I definitely want to see where they go from here. Okay, so I'll leave that still up to the two of you. What happens as Colt follows Charlotte outside? I, I think Charlotte just, like, grabs a ball off to the side and just going to just shove the ball over towards him. It's like, all right, what's up? What the hell are you doing? A job. You call that a job? I'll be honest, most jobs aren't the most fun or the most big things we dream for, but yeah, sure, it's a job. You could have hurt innocent people. I didn't. By pure luck, if we weren't there. Look. I don't know what your plan is or what your job is in this case that hasn't really been spelled out for me, but, you know, I'm on lookout. I don't really plan on having a lot of innocent people getting too hurt. That can be a big problem. I think at this point, like, Colt's anger is just starting to rise and he drops his, his backpack to sort of step in closer, pointing a finger, like, pretty much essentially directly at Charlotte's chest. I don't know. 
how long you plan on keeping this up, but I recommend you end it quickly because I'm not going to let this pass any longer than it has to. Let what pass? You siding with the enemy, someone who's trying to destroy our city, trying to hurt people. This city was already doomed. Look at all everything from just like pollution and construction. It was here before you were. This is not new. It's not suddenly under threat. It's always been under threat. Not all of us want just want to just lay over and let bad shit happen. Sometimes we try to do something about it. Well, I don't think that feels like it should be my responsibility. I feel like I should just be allowed to live, be allowed to have a good old life, you know? And this guy's providing it. Nobody else is. This one stood up when I was down and low and had nothing. And guess what? Other people will just have nothing sometimes. It's a thing that happens. What could he possibly give you? What, what is worth what you're doing? <laughs> what can't he give? But the main thing is I want right now is cash into home. I mean, his lordship can probably give more than that, but that's a pretty good start. If anyone wants to jump in, by the way, I don't want to like... Sure, I'll step in. And I even have a, an appropriate task for this. All right. What is your task for this session? Diffuse tense situations with insight or humor. I think at this point, Sirius is going to lean in and be like, Hey, I don't know if I of you guys notice, but people have class like right there. And he's going to place you like an open window where some people are having study hall and they're just kind of like looking at them kind of confused they very quickly like turn and exaggeratedly put their nose into books yeah yeah it's all at once and like way too uniform <laughs> yeah for sure two two of the most attractive people at school are about to fight of course yeah. everybody's watching and yeah yep. there's there's a smoldering tension and already like four rumors are starting <laughs> also as you're looking in through this open window, you see the teacher of this class, presumably, a large hairy man in a sort of college professor-esque tweed jacket with like the elbow patches and everything, who makes his way over to the window and looks outside and says, Coulter, what's going on out here? And Colt, you would recognize that this is Bigfoot behind a pair of way too small glasses wearing a, like I said, a tweed jacket and like a very stereotypical like college professor outfit. Just hearing the voice, Colt like freezes up and then the moment like he looks over like he's about to make some sort of excuse and step back, his jaw just sort of drops. And just, I, uh, I, I, uh, and then he just doesn't say anything. Bigfoot turns and says something to the class to the effect of, continue your studies, I'll be right back. I need to go break up a potential problem. And, like, he shuts the window and starts to walk through the halls of the high school. <laughs> so, like, he's coming out towards you all. You've got a few moments before he arrives, though. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Cyrus is going to be like, listen, I don't I don't know what your deal is. It could be a million different things. And honestly, I'm not going to judge you for it before I get to know you. But I know a lot of people that are willing to listen. Maybe not me. I tend to hold a grudge. But I know some people who do. Just don't be afraid to reach out. Whatever. I'm... I don't know why you're even talking to me, but sure. It's a small town. You can suck it up. And I think I'm going to, like, try to try to go off on my own, I get Or not with my, my own. I'm going to go meet Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as you do. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, what's Colt's reaction to all this? Colt looks over at Professor Bigfoot. And then back at Charlotte, glares at them for a bit, and then just finally, maybe you should think about whether or not what you're doing is actually worth it. And Cyrus is right. 
don't know what your situation is, but maybe you could look to other people for help. Whatever. Just get to class. Around that time, Bigfoot is rounding the corner and walking over towards you all. Is Charlotte sticking around or is Charlotte dipping? Probably dipping because in Charlotte's head, Bigfoot is as much of a terrifying threat as their boss. It's like, oh, this must be like the general of the other side in their head. Fair. I think like as you leave, Bigfoot is going to turn towards Colt as he approaches and just say, is everything okay? Why does Charlotte have a morpher? What happened? Concerning. I was wondering where that one got off to. I returned home one day and it was gone and, well, I figured that somebody likely in your school would have taken possession of it and so I took a job here to investigate. It's nice to see that you've already done the work for me, though. And he puts a hand on your shoulder, and what is an attempt to be a comforting movement? But his hand is very large. Uh, you don't have to, like, let him put your his hand on your shoulder. It's totally up to you how Colt reacts. I think it'd be kind of funny if, like, Colt, when Bigfoot puts the hand, like, on his shoulder, like, he tries to move it. But, like, Bigfoot's, like, so passively strong that, like, the initial, like, motion to movement doesn't do anything so he has to actually like push with like more force of his body just pat pat breaks ta uh, table charlotte sided with lord salazar we fought them last night maybe it's just me but like people always have a reason for doing something it's not always a smart reason it's not a, always is a good reason but charlotte's gotta have a reason he looks concerned there's a big frown on his face and he says the death worm was always one of the more volatile members of our organization uh, misguided at times very prone to acting on emotion and well different logic from the rest of us i am not surprised to see him Pass on to somebody in Charlotte's position. I do believe that if you are there for them, that eventually they will come around just as they did before. <laughs> is that not acceptable? No, no, I think I think Cyrus is just like reaching out and being vulnerable and to <laughs> someone who themselves is vulnerable. Saucing. It's very much that conveyed in a, a teenage angst. Well, I hope that maybe that's the case, but kind of hard not to hold a grudge. That is understandable, but as the leader of the team, you need to learn when things are good for you versus good for the team. Colt kind of looks down, and then after last night, I don't even know why people would follow me. Well, I can't speak for everyone else, but we're alive, aren't we? That's the best thing uh, we can hope for sometimes. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm still learning things. Sounds like the one thing I need to learn then is how to be a leader. Then let's practice that. Tonight, sundown, at the cabin. And then I think I want to crossfade into a training montage. We haven't gotten a training montage yet, and I feel like we need one. So, yeah, let's start with either Emery or XR, since neither of you have shown up in this episode yet. But I want everyone to give me, like, a cool scene or an emotional scene. Just a noteworthy scene from the training montage, and also present your character and their tasks, if you haven't already. I think... Emery's task for this week is going to be understand someone's problem, especially if there's nothing to gain. That definitely seems to fit in the theme. And I think Emery's, we've established Emery is, without a doubt, the weakest fighter. So I think we cut to just a picture of like a mat on the ground and off screen you hear a, hey, and Emery just boop, lands flat on their back. 
Why did I get roped into this? Does anyone want to volunteer to be the one to literally pick Emery up off the map? You weren't thrown on the map by XR, who is just sort of like looking at you down on the mat. And you probably like stick your hand up waiting for the help up. And I, I wait for a good solid beat before offering my hand to help you. And I say, look, you're overthinking it. You just got to reach down deep inside and push with that. Don't think about how you're going to take a hit. Take the hit and hit back. It's easy for you to say you're built like a brick shit house, And you could be too. You just got to take more hit. Now, when I throw you this time, tighten up and pull me down to your level. All right, let's do it. Yeah, so XR catches your hand midair and like pushes his shoulder into you to push you off balance while he pulls the arm in the complete opposite direction to, uh, yeah, try and throw you back down on the mat again. Emery is actually going to manage to bring you down with him this time. See, look at that. You took that hit and you hit right back. And here I am down here. So even though we both lost, you still won a little, didn't you? Sure. Get off me. Not until you admit you learned a lesson. The lesson God. is, oh, sorry, here. And yeah, XR helps you off. Now, the lesson, it's very important that you learn it. It's that you get hit a lot and then you hit back more. That's actually extremely punk and honestly good advice. Thanks. I'm pretty wise. You think Colt's okay? No, no, that dude is suffering hardcore. Cut to Colt suffering hardcore. Like, I think we're just like both turning to look at this and that's a transition. Colt, what's going on in your section of this training montage? I think Colt is just trying to work his way through fencing drills. And there'll be like, he'll swing his saber and then like he'll wince from like how his arm feels and then we see like in his head the flashback of the fight last night and basically like especially the part where Charlotte like pulled him essentially in front of uh, was it the laser shot or something like that? Yes, mine. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And you see him like grit his teeth and just like the anger on his face and then he tries to go through that same motion again and the pain flashes back and then he just gets so angry that it just throws his saber on the ground and just like marches angrily inside the cabin slamming the door behind him think maybe i should try and talk to him i mean it's either that or punch him and then tell him the same lesson that i just taught you why don't we both try talking to him a little bit a little bit of me a little bit of you do we hit him first or do you want to say something first if the talking doesn't work, we can hit him. How's that? That works. Okay. Quick check. Is Cyrus anywhere nearby for this conversation? Uh, no, I I think Cyrus is like completely in a different side at doing his own thing. And just completely unaware of the nonsense that is happening. Okay. In that case, I would love to follow Emery and XR into the cabin as they pursue Colt. Colts couldn't help but notice you throwing an atomic tantrum. Do you want to talk? Not particularly, Emery. Good, shut up. Colt, yeah. you're hurting. We can see it. I can see it. And I don't usually see that. Yeah, like, are you hung up on what... I, I, are you, it's a stupid-ass question. Are you hung up on what happened last night? Of course it's what you're hung up on. I mean, do I really have to explain it? Not only did everything just fall apart, I got my ass kicked... I, I don't want to talk about it. I don't. Well, you've got to. Or, or maybe you should just shut up and listen. Look, we're going to get our asses kicked a lot. I don't have anything <laughs> to add after that. I was just going to say. Oh, uh, uh, oh you're, kicking, you're kicking it to me? Every yeah, sense? we're getting our asses kicked over and over okay. and over. Yeah. But like, Cole, you know how I always kind of joke that you're good at everything? Yeah. You're not good at everything at once. You got to learn how to take the hit. What? Take, you got your ass kicked. We all got our ass kicked. We got to get back up and try again. 
figure out what went wrong and do better. You know why? Because you're strong enough. Just like me, just like Emery, just like Cyrus. We're all strong enough to keep getting hit over and over and over. And that's why we're going to beat Charlotte one day. Because I don't think she can take as many hits. And also, Charlotte's alone. We're not. You're not. That's, that's true, too. Teamwork and stuff. And I think that might have been what happened last night. We were all kind of going at it our own way. First off, just XR, just so you know, fencing is a sport where you're not supposed to be hit at all. Sounds dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe that's the problem. Maybe you're coming at this from a fencer's mindset. Like, let's think about this. Fencing, like, yeah, you're on a team, but it's an individual sport, right? Your teammates are your rivals. I've won every fight that I've got hit in. I don't, don't even... check that math. I actually am not sure that that checks out. What about this? Every fight that I've won, I've definitely been hit. That math, is, that seems a little bit more, yeah, above board. Okay, XR and I are working off two different analogies. Just keep up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, are you saying that this is too complicated for you or something? Well, no, 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 no. It's, per it's perfect. We're, just, we're giving two good lessons just at, just at the same time. So, listen, like, I don't think I'm very much good at anything except for getting things done. And part of the way I do that with the club is I recognize who's good at what, and I push them towards filling in that role because that's how team operates. But, like, you're coming at this like a fencer where your team are your rivals. You're competing against them just as much as the other guys. That's not going to work with this. So you've got to direct us. You've got to lean on us. And sometimes lean into getting hit. I will see the Ford XR. Please go ahead. Colt, look, I don't say this to a lot of people because it's not true for a lot of people, but it's true for you. You might be stronger than me. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll find out. But what I do know is that you're definitely strong enough to get back up from this. I have to admit, that was oddly inspirational, if not mildly confusing, and at some parts, a little dumb, no disrespect. I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not pointlessly adversarial. I didn't even... Okay, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm not gonna unpack that. So, I guess, maybe... So I'm not used to losing, and I'm not used to being an actual leader, coordinating with other people and stuff. And I think the part that sort of bothers me the most is that I put myself in a situation where I charged from the front and then failed in front of all of you, and then that sort of, we may have won the battle but it cost us and maybe maybe that means that i'm not cut out to be a leader but i guess also you you just learn how to do it and then i guess i gotta take the hit a real leader knows how to move forward from a setback and none of us think any less of you oh hold on open this window hey cyrus do you think any less of cold cyrus looks up he is surrounded by piles of books, at one of which his Tamagotchi is propped up against, <laughs> and goes, Huh? No! Cyrus, I told you to start doing pull-ups over there. I'm working! <laughs> yeah, on more pull-ups. I love these kids. <laughs> I think Colt takes a deep breath, closes his eyes, and when he opens them again, I think he's still... I mean, he looks tired, but he doesn't look so disheartened and gives a smile and says, thanks, guys. I, I appreciate that. And I promise that when I get back up from this, that I'm going to do better. I may not, it might take me longer, but if y'all believe in me, then I'll do everything I can to be the leader y'all deserve. I never doubted you for a second. You got this, Jerus leader.
Alright, so after that touching emotional moment, what's Cyrus doing? Cyrus is currently thumbing through a bunch of books that he borrowed from Bigfoot. Very specifically, I think, like, he has his morpher queued up, and I think Cyrus is, is that that asked that very question from his partner in his little Tamagotchi, and Cyrus has, like, a book in one hand and a scone in his mouth, one of the scones that was, in fact, cooked up by Colt the other day, and, and, and he has his weapon from, you know, his his morphed weapon, the the hammer that turns into a sniper rifle kind of set up on the grass next to him. And he goes, well, figured one of us should learn more about not only you, but I don't know, something, I, I just feel like maybe if I knew more about the situation, we won't get caught on our back foot as often. And we don't have to rely on Bigfoot for to answer everything. Uh, knowledge is power and all that. And then that point, a bunch of cans pop up from various, like, bits of roughage and leaves and all of that and like without looking he picks up the uh, the sniper rifle and like hits each of the cans dead on and uh, to a shocked partner to which he goes oh my uncle he was training in a decathlon and i used to help him which is reveal hidden talent or passion nice <laughs> yeah i figured i could use that race that i got to kind of signal He's getting really good at being a sniper. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I did forget to say, by the way, I did a light turn. I interfered with a reliable course of action. I told the fencer to get hit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. Yeah. So I've got two different ways this could play out. I'll kind of leave it up to you, Jordan. Do you want Charlotte to, like, encroach on this scene and approach the cabin? Do you want a Lord Salazar monster of the week to come in? Do you have a different scene you wanted to do for Charlotte? What do you, what are you thinking for your character here? Um, I'm not really too picky. I think... If there's going to be any bigger confrontation, like another like small scene, one-on-one -on -one or two-on-one -on -one with like anybody along the way could be nice, though, just to get more like interactions. All right. I definitely agree. Do you think like Charlotte comes up to the cabin? Do you want to skip to like later on? What are you feeling here? I think a little later on. All right. So I'll ask this. Did you have anybody in particular that you'd want Charlotte interacting with here? Either of the two that they haven't interacted with could be good. Okay. I kind of like the idea of getting a scene with you and the other two, because it feels like XR and Emery were kind of having a bonding moment. So I'd like to see how the three of you would interact, if that yeah. works for everybody. Sounds good to me. I Absolutely. love this. Possibly like on the way home or something like that. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, we just kind of run into you. Funny how everyone keeps running into Charlotte. Small town. It really is. I have an idea for a location, not for any real reason, just an idea, which is maybe I offered to buy both me and Emery flushies from the gas station because they're like a dollar and the 32-ounce cup or whatever. And we just walk in there and we just and we walk out and, and Charlotte's there with a slushie, too. Oh my god, I've got the current, like, limited edition Midnight Rush Lightning Grape flavor, so it is all black, and yours is obviously Pineapple Mango. Pink lemonade, Yeah, no, make you. the slushy flavors match your color. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we step out, and like, oh, we should really do this more often, XR. I feel like we don't get to hang out, like, one-on-one -on -one enough. Oh, crud. Yeah, it's not like anything usually interrupts. Oh, uh, hey, Charlotte, what's up? And you'll see that Charlotte is currently, like, in the actual, like, morphed outfit. Like, the warrior outfit, all purple, with, like, another grocery bag and, like, the full 32-ounce <laughs> obnoxious, like, purple soda Fanta, you know, like, the mix with the full drink and everything <laughs> like that. You can tell that they just robbed this Thor 30 seconds ago. 
Can we agree to a slushy truce? Slushy truce. And then they power down. Great. I'm going to pretend you paid for all that. I'm going to pretend to. I know you didn't pay for it, but it's okay. Whatever. Like, I, I genuinely don't give a fuck. It's insured. I've stolen from this store before, but also I, not as much. I just, I felt less bad about it because it was less. Everybody in town has robbed this store at least once, except maybe Colt. It's a rite of passage. Oh, well, Colt's Mr. Perfect. I don't get how he does it. It comes naturally to him. It comes naturally to me too. I just don't have the same shit he does. The real truth is he practices way harder than any of us do combined. Yeah, like, I remember once I had to, like, drag him away just to get pizza with us. If he started dirt bike racing, I'd probably quit. Does he still do fencing? I mean, yeah, it's his life. I I really wanted to do that when I was younger. Still kind of want to do it now. So I'm I'm picking up, like, some kind of, like, grudge against Colt specifically. Do you all have backstory? I don't know. I think both of us were just like the gorgeous Mr. Perfects. The only problem or only difference is that he got the well, he got to take part in it, you know? That's not important though. Do you want to sit down somewhere? Yeah, I'll stand if it's okay with you. I normally stand. Sure. Uh, Let me just drop the stuff up first, okay? I'll hold it. It's fine. Oh. I'm very uh, strong. It's sure. no big deal. Sure thing. And it's just like, you'll see that he's like walking and talking about it. like, that's my spot over there. You see that there's just like this tent behind the fence, like between some trees. Oh. Yeah, come on. I need to drop this stuff off. It's going to expire or melt. So just give me a sec, okay? You got it. This is a pretty nice little setup you got back here. It really is. Just, I've been thinking about starting my own tent situation, but I always chicken out. I mean, if you want to go camping, it's a great spot. Do you want to be roomies? Hit me up. XR, keep in mind, uh, Drill Sergeant Nasty would drag you kicking and screaming. That's fine. I mean, I'm not going to do it because, yeah, like, but I, I, I've been thinking about it. It's good to see that it's realistic. So, like, I guess this explains why you're trying to destroy the world for money? The world's already destroyed. Don't worry about it. I mean, yeah. Like, yeah, can't really, can't really deny that. Like, everything I do with the environmental club is a drop in the bucket, but, like, it's my drop in the bucket. And I get that, and honestly, good on you. But keep in mind, like, we've been on this doomsday counter. We're supposed to fix everything years ago, and we're at 11.58, you know? Emery says, well, like, yeah, I get that, but, like, I'm just never been into the whole fatalism thing like yeah no odds are like i'm i'm not an idiot odds are we're all we're all doomed you both wrong but i'd rather go down swinging than than go down without a fight for smart people you two are both such idiots we're so strong we can fix this it's no big deal i mean we can Heck, we could do it without you, Charlotte. Obviously, it'd be easier if you were to help, but we're going to beat you. We're going to save the world. This is all foregone conclusion. Oh, XR, we're, we're talking more on like the macro level of what, what humanity has been oh, doing yeah. to ourselves. No, yeah. And I mean, we're going to fix that too. It's look, you don't get to be a cryptid ranger if you think you're going to fail. Gestures at Charlotte. You and me both know we're going to succeed. Charlotte's the only one who doesn't know that yet. Well, I just, I don't believe in you. You're just four guys. Could uh, have a fit if I, well, <laughs> you probably don't want to join because you're too cool or whatever. It's not too cool. It's just everything. I had a contract to get what I needed and now I need to follow through. You get what you need, but what do you want? I, I, I want a lot of things, man. And maybe you could have all of it. Yeah, that's that's part of it. You know, if you have a good home or good resources, you get have all the freedom in the world to be normal and do cool things. You get to participate in big events and join clubs and get personal trainers to try things like music or cooking or fencing. If I win told my stupid dad that I had a homeless friend right now, he not homeless. Okay, uh, a friend living in a tent who uh, doesn't have anywhere else to stay, he would say that you could stay with us. He sucks, and he's the worst, 
but he would let you stay. And I'm going to spend the rest of the time just like running from, you know, our lordship here. You do know that, right? So you're stuck. I want to be able to be cozy and safe, but... Well, you realize the five of us together could kick his ass. Whatever else you think about the state of the world, we could win that fight. I don't believe in that. Like, there are people there stronger than me and a whole army and unlimited resources. And, like, apologize, you know, to Colt for this. that I clowned on him. But if I was able to clown on him, then there's people stronger than me who can also do that. I mean, we're still getting the hang of this. Like... I don't know. We have a giant robot. You don't have a giant robot. You all are, are going to keep making me teach you all the same lesson over and over again. Oh, here we go. What? Emery already heard this lesson, but Charlotte, listen. You're going to get hit a lot. Okay? You're going to get hit so many times. That's all. That's all I've got. And then we get back up is, is the end of that sentence. Look. I don't want to be hit. I want a good normal. I want to be able to just... Not worry about being hit. Do you get that? Well, I mean, your whole, like, you've, you've decided to be a hit man, so we're going to hit back. If you live your whole life afraid of getting hit, then you're never going to let anyone close to you ever. And is that what you really want? Good talk. Yeah, all right. We're going to get through to you eventually. Or we won't, and we'll just hit you some more. Thank you, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, and literally anyone who knows me could tell me that when I start something, I finish it to an annoying degree. That's what I'm told. I've given up on stuff halfway through, but only because it was dumb. Yeah, valid. But so I guess, good night. Uh, see you at school. Bite you later. Would have been nice if we've been able to hang out before all of this. Uh, yeah, get out of here. Oh, by the way. Could you not use my blasts next time? I feel really bad about that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do that every time now. I'm learning how to fight. I'm going to win next time. Like, does the, this is the I'm watching you finger motion and walks away. You're going to punch me the next time you see me. I'll yep. punch back. As you all are walking <laughs> away and back towards the gas station, it starts raining on you. And when you look up, you notice that the rain is not clear. It's black. Oh. This one, you, turns and looks at Charlotte. I mean, wasn't me, me, but you know, lordship, maybe. Slushy truce. As you are sniffing the air, or just breathing in, this rain is gasoline. Oh no, it's so bad. <laughs> Um, look outside, gentlemen. There's gasoline falling from the sky. It's bad. Notably, those of you that are not at the gas station, it's not raining gasoline near you. Oh, is it? Okay. okay. Oh, then no. never mind. No it's it's... it's raining gas at the gas station. It shouldn't do that. No, no shit. Also, Charlotte's here, but we have a slushy truce, so... Well, I'll, I'm on my way at least. Hold on. Before Osiris goes, he wants to see if there's, like, is there some sort of place where I could get, like, an overview, a, a, a look of kind of the panorama of what's happening? Yes, I will get to that in just a second. Good plan. Nikki, what's Colt up to as he hears all this? Any reactions from him? I think Colt is in the kitchen of his house and admittedly it's i think this is the first time anyone's like seen the inside of his house and it's definitely probably one of the nicer houses in the the city admittedly and he's currently trying to make tacos as colt is trying to prepare tacos is he reacting to this news at all or is is he even like aware of it does he have his communicator on him eyes uh, I think his communicator is on. It's just the issues that he probably has headphones in. So he just, like, wasn't listening. So unless, like, a bop man makes the thing vibrate, he's probably not going to notice that he has a message in the immediate. Yeah, I think, like, it does vibrate and it, like, flashes red from the screen. What is Colt's reaction as he, like, 
sees or hears the message, however it is that he receives it. Colt just looks at the the burnt meat in the pan, sighs, turns off the burner, and just immediately dumps it all in the trash can, and then, like, puts the bracelet up his mouth, says, I'm on my way. All right. And then I want to cut back to Emery and XR as the two of you rush back to the gas station. You see standing in basically the middle of the parking lot as gasoline and oil rain down around him. About an eight foot tall humanoid raccoon. He has his (laughs) arms raised up in like celebratory fashion. Are the two of you rushing in as warriors, I assume? I don't know if XR has a token to transform with. I do, actually, yeah, no. I tried to take the brunt of someone else's burden. Charlotte's groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Highly literal. I literally <laughs> the heavy groceries. I will I will ask, Charlotte, <laughs> did that make you feel better? Yes. Okay, then take your Dirty token. Should I take I have two tokens? Should I take tokens for each scene that they described why your values are better than everyone else's? I will say, uh, point of order, Connor, you don't get a token. It's just your next heavy move does not cost a token. Really? Yeah. But I mean, it's the same. It's basically the same, same difference. So as far as we're concerned, yeah, you can more and have a token to spare. Sweet. As the two of you rush in towards this raccoon, he turns to look at you and says, It's too late, warriors! The raccoon has come to destroy this town and claim it for Lord Salazar! I, I think everyone says, Hey, fracking's illegal in this state. Actually, I need, I need to double-check that. Hold on. The legality of what you are doing may or may not be legitimate, but it's still very harmful. Uh, yes, it is banned in Oregon and Washington. Points, and also it is illegal. He points to the two of you and says, that'll be fixed when Lord Salazar's in command, and he's going to rush in towards fighting the two of you. Reactions? I think Emery is going to take action, leaving herself vulnerable. Okay, take the hit and just keep on hitting. And pulls out the axe and just starts kind of like, just generally like, grappling and and exchanging blows with the fracoon. Yeah, I think like the two of you go back and forth for a couple of blows and it ends with him like kicking you in the chest. You like go spilling backwards into one of the gas pumps and like this isn't how gas pumps work, but you hit it and it like busts open and starts spraying more oil up into the air. Uh Oh, what about XR? Yeah, XR is going to step up right after Emery gets knocked away. He's going to crack his knuckles and he's going to say, I guess you're probably going to say that I can't hit you so hard that you'll just stop. So what's it going to take for me to get you out of this dumpster? And I want to spend a token to ask someone, what will I need to sacrifice in order to see this through? That is an interesting decision to make. What do you mean by see this through? What is your end goal here? At what point does this stop becoming worthwhile for the Fracoon? How much damage, how many hits is he prepared to take? I think he turns on XR and like essentially sort of like backhands you across the chest and face and knocks you to the ground. And he says... There's no fracking way I'm giving up until Lord Salazar takes control of this planet. And then I want to cut over... So, Cyrus, you were looking for, like, an overview of what's going on, right? Yeah, I wanted to see if, like, there's a big hill that I'm on, or if there is a roof I can climb. Some some things that so I can see, kind of, why is it raining gasoline? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely, like... A conveniently located, like, rocky outcropping nearby that you can look down and see that, like, there is a giant raccoon man that is beating the crap out of your teammates. You can see there are several gas pumps that have clearly been exploded and are raining gasoline up to then have it rain down. I think he's going to see that 
look upon it and go, uh, I got a show. And I think he, uh, his first reaction is going to be to try to find a way to turn that gas off. I, I think that's going to be his goal when he he runs to go help them. All right. And then, Nikki, how's Colt making his entrance into this? We get, like, a scene of Colt's, like, riding on his bike, apron still on from when he was cooking, and then he does, like, a sick bike, like, drift. I guess a sick might be sort of extra there. Oh, does he Akira slide? Yes, he Akira slides with his bike. I should say it's a street bike. It's not like a dirt bike or anything actually cool. (laughs) And as he does, he transforms into his cryptid, cryptid warrior form and rips off his apron and says, you know what they say, you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. Is that too cheesy? I don't know. It's very good. There is no such thing in Power Rangers. So we've got Fracoon fighting the Red Warrior. The Yellow Warrior is running towards the inside of the gas station. Pink and Black have been at least currently disposed of. What's going on as we see Charlotte appear? I think that there is... A moment of hesitation before being like bombarded with orders from Salazar and that's when they need to just like jump in and I I think that's when they're going to transform and immediately dash teleport straight to red and just like have claws against sword just immediately clashing all right what's Colt's reaction there so I, I, if I'm imagining the scene correctly, it's like claws, like with Colt, I think like very last second manages to like twist the sword like directly in front of him to shield himself. And I think as he kind of pushes forward to try to sort of like gain a little more, I guess, leverage, he says, we don't have to fight. This doesn't have to go like this. Let us help you. Contract says otherwise. Ready for round two? If I don't have a choice, then yeah. All right. Puts up like a fighting stance. Sorry for clowning on you earlier. Colt does the fencing back lunge and twirls the blade and then points it forward and says, I let my guard down, so I had it coming. This time, you're going to have to try a little bit harder, though. Bone Rollers is an Elliot Andrews production. It was edited by me, Elliot. The rights to all characters, locations, and ideas presented in this episode belong to the person who created it. If you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash or by telling a friend about us. To stay up to date on this and other shows, follow us on Twitter at Elliot Presents, on TikTok at Elliot Andrews Productions, or join our Discord linked in the show links.